Hi, friends. Welcome to the Fit Christian Woman podcast, where we make health and fitness fun, inspirational, and transformative from the inside out. I'm your host, Kelsey Bryant. I'm a wife, mom, daughter of the king, and a clinical exercise physiologist. I'm here to help you finally find a fitness plan that works for you and glorifies Jesus. So fill up your water jug, put on your yoga pants. It's time to get fit. Hey friends, welcome in. Today is going to be a great talk. It's going to be a heart-heavy talk, so stay tuned and I'm going to kind of walk you on a journey and we're really going to dive into why we should be putting our health and letting God transform it, why we should put that under his headship, and how self-love is really one of the first steps. So when we're chosen, right, God has chose us for salvation. And if you look at Romans 9, 11 through 16, and I'm just going to pull out 16, it does not therefore depend on human desire or effort, but on God's mercy. And what they're referring to is salvation there. So salvation is a gift from God. And he has chosen those that he will save, those that are predestined under his rule, under his authority. And this was, we were predestined before the world even began. And we can see that in Romans 8, 28 through 30. Let me read that here. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he would also predestine and to be conformed to the image of his son. And he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. So why do we need to start with self-love? And I'm not talking about the woo-woo crap all in an idle way. I'm not talking about putting ourselves above God, I'm not talking about putting ourselves on this pedestal. That's not what I'm talking about when we need self-love. But we need to love ourselves the way God made you, like truly made you. So back before any of the traumas, any of the childhood neglects, any time before, you know, the mean girls said what they said or the boyfriend broke up with you and you just shattered. Before any of that, think back to a time, and you might have been very young, and for some women, it's very hard to remember a time, but I'm talking about going back to the seven-year-old you, or back to the little girl that could fully express herself. Maybe she liked to paint, maybe she liked to dance or to sing, until that was squandered, right? Until you were a certain way, until somebody told you that that was wrong. And you were that certain way because that's all you knew. It was just true to yourself. It was because God created you. Certain things, you know, would attract you. And if you were creative, maybe it was painting. Or maybe you loved to sing and dance. And that was just how you were wired. And you did it effortlessly and you did it naturally. And it filled you up and your heart would sing too when you would do these things. Until you might have stopped for any reason. Either it was labeled as uncool to do the things that you were doing, or somebody told you you weren't as good as someone else. 
there's so many endless reasons that things stopped. But if you think back to that time when you were truly free to just express yourself, you just did you without thinking, oh no, I wonder what she thinks of me. Or my hair's not as pretty as that girl's. Or before all those things came in is when you were at a true expression of yourself because you just were. And, and it's back when we were children, right? Because that was before other people could really influence us or we were exposed to so many messages and things of how we should be. So getting back to that true expression is self-love. But it's a true expression because that's who God created you to be. He created you to be in this single-mindedness, not in this double-mindedness. And double-mindedness is, you know, half in, half out, right? You have two minds. You're trying to please two worlds. Single-mindedness is where you are completely focused, completely connected to spirit, trying and succeeding and functioning on that spiritual level. And God created us with this single-mindedness, true to who you are, true to your spirit, true to your soul, true to him under his creation. He created you in a certain way. You may do things differently than I do things, but he created you in that beautiful way. And for you to feel truly free and expressed, you get to get back to that that single-mindedness, knowing that who you are, whether you know your neighbor across the street likes it or not, you're being honest to yourself, which is honoring to God. It's being honest to him. It's showing up in your truest form. And double-mindedness is expressed in James. And the book of James establishes itself as kind of like a guidebook for a Christian lifestyle or a Christian walk. So I'm going to read out of James 1, 5 through 8, and it says this, If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So what this is referencing is that this double-mindedness, right? One foot in this world, one foot in the spiritual world. It's like you believe enough to ask, right? Because James referenced asking for wisdom. You believe enough to ask, but you don't yet believe enough to receive. That's exactly what he's saying there. That's double-mindedness. It's like, well, I'll ask God for this. I'll pray for this. But I'm also going to work in this physical realm, work here on the world about how I can kind of work it out on my own. That's double-mindedness. You believe enough to ask, but you don't believe enough to receive. Then you kind of question, well, how strong then is your faith? You know that there's a God. You know enough to pray, to ask for him, but you don't know enough to receive. It's like you're one foot in and one foot out. So you may be saved and you may wear the cross around your neck and and you may be doing all the things that are labeled Christian, showing up to church and even going, you know, to the few different services, the second services, doing all these different things, but you could be double-minded, right? If you're not showing and if you're not living how Jesus is transforming your life, then you're not living in single-mindedness. 
And there really is no such thing as true faith that does not express itself in a life of godliness. So when you have a life of godliness on all levels, you are truly expressing faith. So that's not the double-mindedness. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. And I wanted this for so long. I, I never really knew how to explain it until I've been hungry for it. I've lived it. And then I found it and understood how to explain it. And that's why I'm explaining it to you. That's why I want to share this is because many churches bring in the masses, right? And save souls, which is so needed. It's so needed. And there is, of course, a place for that. That's why it happens. But this is why I created this podcast, because it's about the walk with Jesus and learning how to bring him into every aspect of life. So for FIT, right, because it's a FIT Christian Woman podcast, FIT stands for Fun, Informational, and Transformative. And we have to live that transformed life in Jesus to be in that single-mindedness. So then it's like, how, how does one express faith in it all? And really, it's with that relationship with Jesus and then the journey and bring him on the journey. You establish your relationship with Jesus. And most likely, you have already done that. If you found this podcast, if you're attracted to this podcast, you know of Jesus. You might have been what we label saved. Um, you've given your life to him. If you haven't done that, you can check out episode, I believe it's episode four, where I talk a little bit about how to do that. But most of the women here, women or men here, have some form of knowing who Jesus is. But when you do that, when you become saved, you don't just leave him on the shelf. You don't just just look up when, when things are bad and ask God, like, where are you? No, it's, it's not about that. It's about the every day bringing Jesus in. And if you go and listen to the, the song, oh, oh Lord, by NF, he sings, it's so good. That song brings me to tears every time I listen to it. And it's, and it's like a rap song. It's got a rap vibe. And you're like, you're crying to this because you think like worship music. But the words he says just penetrates my spirit and my soul because it's so true. And he says this in just one of his lines. So go and check it out. Oh, Lord, by NF, don't nobody want to pray till they got something to pray for. And it's just like, man, is that true? And is that true of my life? Because we're called to pray without ceasing. This is how, how we live it out. This is this is why I, I try to highlight certain things on this podcast, because I was so hungry for this life, right? Like I was saved and then it's like, I want more of Jesus. Like, what does this look like? How does, how do we do this? How do we do that every day? And oftentimes the churches just are like, well, read the Bible. Okay. But like, I need steps. I need to see how this is lived out. I need to understand with my mind how I give every thought over to Jesus, how I, I take parenting and, and wrap Jesus around it and in it. So he's all over it. I need to learn how to, how to get Jesus into my health walk. I need to learn how to bring Jesus into my finances. And it's like, how do we do this? And we're called to pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 19. It says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So you invite him in every day to guide your life. And that's why what I try to teach here on this podcast is how to bring him into your health. But I teach that on how to bring him into your journey, into your health journey, because 
that's the easiest thing for me to show you, but he needs to be in all of our everyday, all of our relationships with our spouses, with our parents, with our children, with our coworkers. He needs to envelop it all. And I teach on how to bring him into your health and into eating and drinking and exercise because that's my forte. That It's such a, a relatable place to find women and to bring them in because, yeah, we always want to be healthier. Yeah, we always want to look better, be stronger, be thinner, be healthier in any way. I don't sit here behind the mic and tell somebody who is dying how to accept Jesus. That's not what I teach. I show you how to depend on him in something that's so meaningful to you, your health, and something that's so personal because you've probably tried the fad diets before, right? And done it. And those are more of this world, right? That puts us into that double-mindedness. You may have even had success in it, but you're back to an unhealthy place. Or even if you've maintained the weight loss, you're still searching, right? You're hungry, just like I was hungry for how to live and have Jesus in every day and every moment, you're still searching for that final step to find that real freedom from food or body guilt and shame or just have that peace of mind knowing that you're doing it right. If you're so tired of feeling that same way, like, just let me have that freedom, how do you start that? Like, how do you move on? How do you move past the obstacles of health or of the daily things that have been haunting you for so long and just and just staying there. That's where you start with loving yourself first. And again, it's not the way the world wants you to, but it's the way that the Father sees you. You go back to that seven-year-old you, three-year-old you, whenever you were the truest expression of yourself, when you just got a beat before the cool girls told you it wasn't cool anymore and before the boyfriend decided to reject you or whatever it was, before the parents left, before the parents divorced, before you know your grandfather died and you were shattered, whatever it was, you go back to that and sit in that true expression of yourself because that is the way God created you and you need to start seeing yourself and giving yourself the permission to live in that life, being fully expressed as you. Because once you start loving yourself again and seeing yourself the way God sees you, that seven-year-old that loved to dance or sing and how she used to express herself, and you go back to seeing yourself the way God created you and just loving yourself in that, that is self-love. That is that single-mindedness. Why is it single-mindedness? It's not double-mindedness. It's not loving yourself and putting yourself on this pedestal and idol, that's of this world. That's double-mindedness. It's single-mindedness to love yourself the way God loves you, the way he created you, and be truly in tune to that. It's single-mindedness because God created you. He knew your little quirks. He knew you'd love to dance and sing. He wants you to dance and sing. He loves you. He created you like that. And it's single-mindedness to get back to that true self. Because that's who God created you to be in this world. And he chose you to be in this world. He doesn't want a half version of yourself. He doesn't want the damaged version of yourself showing up. He wants all of you. He wants all of you true to yourself to show up and do what you're called here to do. And how do you got to do that? You have to work through your traumas. You have to focus on your health, physical, mental, spiritual emotional, 
all of that health. You have to work on getting healthy because things have happened. Yes, I understand things have happened. We've all had our traumas. We've had our struggles. We've had all these things happen to us. But when you get back to self-love and loving yourself the way the Father does, you are taking control over your past and you're declaring that this is not true. I do not see myself this way anymore. Because if God, the true judge, can extend mercy to you through salvation, then you can extend a bit of mercy to yourself and forgive your past and tap back into that seven-year-old who is screaming to live and be healthy and live in that present moment. Because this is all we really have is this present moment. So if your past keeps replaying and haunting you and it's keeping you stuck, first you need to work on loving yourself. It's the first step to forgive yourself because God is love and you were created in his image and you are loved in your deepest being. So take off all all the body, all the dirt suit, drop all the titles as mom and boss and friends and get back to who you really are deep in your core, deep in the spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes to purify you. And once you accept Jesus, you're now covered in his blood and you're washed clean. All your red turns white as snow. You're pure. And that's how God sees you. He sees you as his son, perfect and holy, and love, just pure love. And for you to express pure love, you also have to see yourself as pure love. So find that self-love again and come into that single-mindedness under him. If you want to live a different life and be better and truer and a healthier life, then see yourself in that same way. That was a really strong episode. I hope that you heard everything that I said in love and can just take and digest it. Here are some of the highlights. Self-love is a step to getting healthy. Come into single-mindedness linked with God and get away from double-mindedness and adapting to this world. And God is love, so forgiving yourself is a step to the true expression of yourself as love. God created you in his image and to be love. And loving ourselves is one of the first steps into true health and moving forward with Christ. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Just let the love of the Father wash over you. I pray a blessing over you now. Hey friends, if you haven't grabbed your health journey starter kit, head on over to my website. It's a free download at www.kelsey-bryant.com and get started thinking about health and doing it differently. It's all wrapped up in this great freebie that I've created, especially for you, especially to follow this new mindset, this great way of living, this alignment pattern of bringing God into your health and giving yourself grace and doing it differently. So head on over to my website and click on the big red button. It's the Health Journey Starter Kit and it's free.